the old voice of Kevin Conroy never gets old for me as it always brings back warm memories of my youth. This is Matthew Barris and after some bouts with a kidney stone and COVID, I am back with a new episode of Enter the Bat Cave. And on this episode, we are going to be Looking at the top 17 Batman animated movies of all time. That's right. 17. And of course, gonna get into some honorable mentions before we go right into the countdown. First is uh, Batman vs. Robin, which is the sequel to Son of Batman. Uh, this is the one that featured the Court of Owls, <clears throat> and we had the Toy Man in the opening sequence, and the Toy Man was actually voiced by Weird Al Yankov. Yep, if you can believe that. And 
you know, it was good. I mean, not as good as Son of Batman or as good as uh, Bad Blood, but it's still worthy of watching. It's pretty good, and you still see Damien um, trying to fight his urges of killing, even though um, he's trying to be lured into the Court of Owls and... You know, because, you know, he was raised, after all, by Ra's al Ghul and his daughter Talia and, and the League of Shadows. So, you know, it's hard to, you know, go from being raised to being an assassin to being just a straight vigilante. But other than that, it's a pretty good movie and it is worth watching. Next is World Finest. Um, technically, well, this really isn't a movie per se. It was actually released on VHS and DVD. Um, after it, it aired, it was a, um, I think it was like a three, I think it's a three-part, yeah, it was a three-part, um, team-up between, um, Batman and Superman on Superman the Animated Series. It was a first team-up of Tim Daly as Superman and Kevin Conroy as Batman, and it was tremendous, and it led to many episodes on Batman the Animated Series. Well, the third season, the Red Sky series, as it was called, and it was also known as The New Adventures of Batman. And, of course, Superman the Animated Series, and you had Lex Luthor and the Joker teaming up together trying to kill their enemies. And it's pretty good... And definitely worth watching if you have it on DVD and VHS. And you can also find it in the episodes of uh, Superman the Animated Series if you have it on HBO Max. <clears throat> then there's Batman, Death in the Family. Uh, Death in the Family was, was good. Not great, but good. This is a prequel to Batman Under the Red Hood. Of course, Death in the Family, as we all know, based off the comic, we see the death of uh, Jason Todd, the Robin that uh, everyone hates. And, of course, in the movie, we see the retelling of how he died. And then we get some mini-movies. The mini-movies are actually pretty good. And even the one with Constantine. But uh, this is okay. You know, this is okay. Still worth watching. So, um, you know, check it out for curiosity reasons. If you ever get the chance. Next, Batman Soul of the Dragon. Uh, this one I saw a few weeks ago. And I've been meaning to watch it. It is tremendous. Love it. You know, good throwback to 70s martial arts. Uh, they have uh, Chen Dragon, which of course is Bruce Lee. And it goes a little bit into Bruce's uh, training in the martial arts. And definitely worth watching if you ever get the chance. Next, Batman The Long Halloween's 1 and 2. Uh, love this one based off the graphic novel. And there was some talks for years of it uh, turning into an animated film. I'm glad they did it. 
got a chance to watch it in October, and it's definitely something you should definitely watch. And finally, the Lego Batman movie. Technically, it's part of the Lego universe, though it is also part of the DC universe. But nevertheless, it's still a great movie. Loved it. And just all around funny. Makes fun of the Batman lore. And uh, Will Arnett's uh, portrayal as Batman is just tremendous. And definitely something you should... Definitely something you should check out. And why they haven't done a sequel to it, I have no fucking idea. But they should definitely do a sequel to this to that movie. And now, without further ado, let's get right into the countdown. And we're going to begin the countdown at number 17 with Superman and Batman, Public Enemies. Uh, this movie I actually saw on Cinemax during a special preview that they had on uh, my cable. Now I can see it all the time on HBO Max. And this one was the second movie, I like to just say the second animated movie team-up of Superman and Batman, which reunited Kevin Conroy and Tim Dad. Daily in their respective roles. We also had Clancy Brown returning in his role as Lex Luthor. We had Xander Berkeley as Captain Adam. Allison Mack. Yep, that Allison Mack from Smallville. And she plays the role of Power Girl. John C. McGilley reprising his role as Metallo. And... CCH Pounder, yep, Carol Christine Hilaria Pounder, who you may know from Warehouse 13, The Shield, Sons of Anarchy, and of course, um, played Amanda Waller in Justice League Unlimited, the TV series, played Amanda Waller here in the movie. Yep, she plays her here in this film. And of course, in this movie, uh, Lex Luthor has become the president of the United States of America, and and of course, uh, he tries to convince people that he is a good man, and of course, that turns out to be complete and utter bullshit, and tries to get Superman killed, and he deems Superman and, and Batman outlaws, trying to frame Superman, and then of of course, Batman and Superman wind up stopping him. And this was a great movie. You know, I love the animation. Of course, it does make them... Uh, it does make Batman and Superman look like they're on steroids, you know, with the muscles and stuff like that. But otherwise, it is uh, pretty... It is pretty good. And there's even one... Um, there's even one scene where they're about to fight these uh, villains because there's a bounty on their head. And, uh, you know, Batman says, it's your funeral. And Superman says, already had one. <laughs> so, good little line there. Great movie. Uh, worth watching if you ever get the chance. And next, coming in at number... 
At number 16 is Superman and Batman Apocalypse. <clears throat> this is the sequel that they came out with here. And in the sequel, uh, Bat Superman discovers that there's actually another Kryptonian, Kara Zoel. Yep, Supergirl. And of course, brings her to Earth and tries to get her readjusted to Earth. And Wonder Woman is in as in this movie as well. Wonder Woman is voiced by Susan Eisenberg. And of course, uh, she has been the voice of Wonder Woman in many of the uh, DC animated shows like Justice League and its sequel and video games. And also... In the film, uh, Summer Glau, yep, who you may remember from the Terminator uh, TV series, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Uh, she plays the voice of Supergirl. Uh, we also have, um, let's see, I'm just going through the, um, yeah, I'm just going through right now, um, The, you know, the cast roles here. Uh, Big Barda, played by Juliana Grossman. And there's actually a funny scene where um, Batman and Wonder Woman... I mean, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, they ask Big Barda for her help to go to Apocalypse and rescue uh, Supergirl. And... Super... And Big Barda, she says, like, look, you know, I'm coming with you, you know, so you might as well get over it. And, uh, they, you know, they see her, like, equipment and stuff. And Batman goes, I don't know about you, but I'm over it. And, of course, in the beginning, in the, in the beginning of the movie, Batman is very, uh, untrustworthy as normal you know, Supergirl, because doesn't know what, you know, Supergirl is going to turn evil, or what have you, and then, of course, Supergirl, uh, she winds up being under the spell of Darkseid, and then, of course, they eventually make it out of Apocalypse, and then, uh, Darkseid, and fights with Superman, and Supergirl in the, in the movie, and in the end, um, you know, super, you know, dark side gets blasted, uh, with Superman's, uh, heat vision, and Kara changes the coordinates, and dark side is frozen in space, so, <laughs> yep, he has all eternity frozen in space, And the movie is pretty good. I like the animation. The animation is much better. It's more Japanese an anime. It looks more like an anime film than like an American film. Uh, it's very great. I love the cast in this 
in this film, and you should definitely watch this one. And coming in at number 16, uh, sorry, number 15, I should say, is Son of Batman. Yep, Son of Batman. And Son of Batman is actually uh, based off a 2006... Um, Graphic novel by Grant Morrison and Andy Kubert. And in The Son of Batman, Ra's al Ghul has been killed by Slade Wilson, who goes on to become Deathstroke. And Ra's al Ghul's daughter, uh, daughter Talia takes Damien to go meet his father, who is Batman. And... Robin is has grown up to become Nightwing, and later on we find out that Deathstroke has kidnapped a professor who was under the guidance of um, <coughs> sorry under the guidance of um, the League of Shadows, and now Deathstroke has taken over the League of Shadows. Shadows and has kidnapped the doctor and his family, and they create an army of uh, man bats. And now, and they've also kidnapped um, Talia. So now, Batman and the new Robin, Damien, and Nightwing, they have to go rescue her. The, of course, the voice cast is tremendous. Jason O'Mara as Batman. Almost as good as um, Kevin Conroy as Batman. Uh, Stuart Allen plays the voice of Damian Wayne. Uh, Thomas Gibson, who you all may remember from uh, from Dharma and Greg, and also from Chicago Hope and also Criminal Minds plays Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, Sean Mayer plays the voice of Nightwing. You also may remember him from Firefly and Serenity. Uh, the voice of Ra's al Ghul is played by Generico Esposito, who you may remember from Do the Right Thing. Yeah, tremendous role. And Xander Berkeley, who was in uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, is in this one as Dr. Kirk Langstrom, the doctor who's kidnapped in this film. And <clears throat> the voice of Talia Al Ghul is played by Marina Bakarin, who... Of course, would go on to play uh, Dr. Leslie Thompson in uh, Gotham and would also play Deadpool's uh, girlfriend in Deadpool's uh, 1 and 2. <laughs> so, kind of a small world here with that girl. And she's also on a new TV series coming soon on NBC, which I'm looking forward to as well. You know, it's a good storyline. Um... 
yeah, good storyline, great film. I love the animation on this one. It's more, um, yeah, definitely lean towards uh, Japanese anime, definitely made with Japanese anime. And the fight scenes are incredible, too. I mean, I mean, I mean, they really do do a good job here on um, the fight scenes. You know, that's the thing about um, this series of, um, yeah, this series of films, you know, of the Batman um, films, you know. I mean, these, you know, they have tremendous fight scenes, you know, Son of Batman, you know, Batman versus Robin and um, Batman Bad Blood and of course Batman Hush is that there are some great fight scenes in this movie and they're incredible and if you have it on DVD and Blu-ray you should definitely check out the extras especially well the extras in um, on Bad Blood because they talk about the choreographed fight scenes and stuff I mean it's just incredible and so definitely go check that one out. <clears throat> Next, number 14, Batman Under the Red Hood. And of course, uh, Under the Red Hood is based off the uh, graphic novel uh, sequel to um, Death in the Family. Well, one of the sequels to Death in the family, there was another one called The Lonely Place for Dying, which, of course, introduced the world to um, Tim Drake, who would become the third Robin. And in this film, we find that Jason Todd is actually alive, and he goes under the name The Red Hood. Of course, The Red Hood was originally the name of the Joker, who, who of course fell into the um, chemicals, yeah, the uh, yeah the ball of chemicals, and became the Joker. And of course, that has been explained many a times as in the origins of the Joker. <clears throat> and now he's Jason Todd has come back as a killer, a vigilante, and he's trying to stop Black Mask and also stop the Joker as well. And of course, the voice of Batman is uh, Bruce Greenwood, who also does a pretty good job voicing Batman. Uh, I would say he's the third best voice of Batman behind um, Jason O'Mara. And um, Kevin Conroy. Uh, Jensen Ackles uh, plays the voice of uh, Jason Todd and also Red Hood. You might know him from su from the WBs or CW, whatever you want to call it, Supernaturals. Um, John DiMaggio plays uh, the Joker. Of course, you may know him as Bender from Futurama. Neil Patrick How Harris, yep, Doogie Howser, MD himself, plays Dick Grayson slash Nightwing. Raz Al Ghul, played by Jason Isaacs, who's in The Patriot, Black Hawk Down, and also played Lucius Malfrey in the Harry Potter films. 
Gary Cole, uh, who, interestingly enough, was also on um, on Smallville as Lex Luthor's father, plays uh, Commissioner Jim Gordon, though he's uncredited in the in that movie. Uh, Kelly Hu plays uh, Miss Lai, Miss Lee or Miss Lai, however you want to pronounce it. And Wade Andrew Williams, who played the correctional officer Brad Bellick on Prison Break and also played Father Cronin on the Bernie Mac show, plays uh, Black Mask and also Roman uh, Sionis in the movie. And it's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie, great action, and, you know, I, I really do love the storyline. I love how, like, Jason Todd, like, he's come back from the dead, and it looks like he's, I mean, at first it seems like, you know, he's out for revenge on Batman and stuff like that, but he's not really out for revenge. He even tells... Tells him at one point, you know, he forgives him for letting him die. You know, well, he didn't really let him die, but he's, but he says that he really just wants to kill Joker for what he, he did. And, you know, Batman knows that deep down in his heart that he can't let him do that. And, you know, Batman, of course, he just has a code that won't let him kill. Kill. So, I mean, that's always the thing, you know, major things in the Batman films whether it's animated or action live films is that he just will not kill you know no matter how much he's driven you know there's just a point that he won't go beyond and number 13 is batman bad blood yep the second sequel in the batman series of son of batman batman versus robin and bat and of course um of course later batman hush which is also on the countdown uh more on that as we roll merrily along yep jason omara sean mayer and stuart allen they reprise their roles in this film and Marina Bakarin she returns as Talia Al Ghul and there are some new cast members here as well we get uh, Steve Blum as Firefly and as Black Mask we have um, uh, G.I. Gaius Charles as Luke Fox, a.k.a. Batwing. Yep. He is the son of Lucius Fox. And Lucius Fox is played by Ernie Hudson. Ghostbusters! Yes. Christine Larkin, who you may know from Step by Step. And, of course, Showtime's uh, Reefer Madness. She plays a reporter in this one. Uh, Renee Montoya, played by Vanessa Marshall. She's done uh, voice acting for cartoons and video games and uh, 
And she's also the daughter of actress Joan Van Ark. Wow, impressive. And also the um, also Yvonne Stravowski. Trying to pronounce this right, Stravowski plays Kate Kane, aka Batwoman. So yeah, in this one, uh, Batman goes missing, and Dick Grayson assumes the role of Batman. And turns out he's under the control of Taya Al Ghul and the Mad Hatter. And Blockbuster, who's played by John DiMaggio. Yep, he plays Blockbuster, Tusk. And, and there's also some other villains as well. There's Calculator. Noah Cutler, Killer Moth. Uh, they're all voiced by Jason Spisiak, by the, by the way. And yeah, the Mad Hatter is uh, voiced by Robin Atkin Downs, and he's also uh, worked mostly in video games. And of course, uh, it brings together a new uh, Bat family, and you know they all rescue Bruce, uh, and then eventually he breaks from control, and then of course uh, it looks like we see the end of Talia Al Ghul. Looks like she's died in the movie, and there's one. Thing at the end, uh, spoiler alert if you've never seen the film, uh, we see the penguin uh, in a, getting chased by the cops, and you know we see all the members there. We see Batwoman, we see uh, Nightwing, Batman, Robin, Batwing, and they're all going down. And then we see uh, Batgirl. Yep, we see Batgirl, presumably being. Um, Barbara Gordon, yeah, and joins the and joins the pursuit. And though uh, we never do, uh, we never do get to, um, we never do see Batgirl in the sequel, though. Unfortunately, we never get to see uh, Batgirl in the in the sequel, which kind of sucks. Yeah, and I was kind of looking forward to seeing one with uh, with Batgirl. So, a bit of a cock tease there. But, it is what it is. Still, good movie. Worth watching. And there's actually some good fight scenes, including one with uh, Nightwing and Batman, when Batman is still under the control of um, Talia and the Mad Hatter. And, and it's just tremendous. So, definitely go give it a watch if you can. Alright, next is, next up on the, on the countdown at number, okay, that was number 13, coming in at number 12, the actual sequel to this, Batman Hush, 
Yep, which is based off the uh, graphic novel Hush. And, <clears throat> of course, Hush is a vigilante who goes around uh, killing other villains. And in this one, we have Jerry O'Connell as the voice of Superman. Yep, that's right. Jerry O'Connell as Superman. His wife, Rebecca Romaine, as Lois Lane. Jason Spizak. Yep, who played the Mad Hatter. He returns, and he plays the voice of the Joker. We have Tara Strong, who has played Batgirl and Harley Quinn in, on TV series and movies on Batman, playing a reporter. Vanessa Williams playing Amanda Waller, which is kind of interesting because in the uh, Batman versus in the Batman Superman uh, Public Enemies movie, I actually thought it was uh, Vanessa Williams as the voice of Amanda Waller, but uh, it turns out she's the voice of Amanda Waller here in this film. Rain Wilson from The Office as Lex Luthor. We got uh, Chris. Cox uh, as the Scarecrow. We have Jeffrey Ashid Aren from Body of Proof and Madam Secretary as the Riddler. And pretty much everyone else has a return in their regular roles here. We got uh, yeah, pretty much everyone else has uh, returned in their, their regular roles. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, we do have Batgirl. Batgirl did appear. Uh, mind you, it's been a while since I saw that movie. I was seeing that movie one time. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch that movie again. Huh. Dumb motherfucking me. Um, and she's played by Peyton... Wait, sorry. Uh, yeah, Peyton... Our list, who you might know from 27 Dresses, and she will soon be in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid film as Holly Hills. Okay. Also, uh, Peyton List plays the voice of Poison Ivy and Pamela. Yeah, Pamela Isley, uh, Poison Ivy. <clears throat> and in this one, uh, Hush goes around killing. Um, you know, it goes around killing all of, uh, Batman's villains, and Batman has to find out who he is. Uh, Bane is in this one, Lady Shiva is in this one as well, and Batman and Catwoman wind up falling in love with one another, and of course, uh, we all know how that turns out. And... You know, it's just a great, yeah, it's a great film, worth watching, and it is, um, you know, a great, yeah, it's a great sequel, and, you know, it's definitely something you, sh you should definitely uh, watch if you have it on HBO Max. Alright, next, at number 11, it is...
Batman the Killing Joke. And a lot of people have shitted on this on this movie. Personally, I liked it. Um, this was something that everyone was looking forward to because it was the first R-rated Batman animated movie. And it also had Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill reuniting as well with Tara Strong as uh, Batgirl once again. And, you know, a lot of people gave this movie shit. But uh, actually, I liked it. Um, they gave it mostly um, shit because of the, um, you know, because of the, the, you know, the prolong, the Batman, Batgirl, um, you know, romance in the beginning before it actually went to the actual storyline uh, based off the comic. And I didn't mind it at all. I mean, that's just me. But uh, if you've read the graphic novel, you pretty much know what it is. And it really is a great movie. You know, we get to see the Batman laugh. You know, that's really the highlight. Batman and Joker actually laughing. And we see the true origins of the Joker. And this is based... Yeah, like I said, it's based off the graphic novel. The famous graphic novel, which was written by... Um, uh, why am I? Yeah, by Alan Moore. Of course, that was the one of the one of many great inspirations behind the '89 film. Though um, Tim Burton drew highly off off of that movie, and we have Ray Wise as Commissioner Gordon, Robin Atkin Downs as uh, Detective Harvey. Bullock, John DiMaggio returns as Carlos Francisco. We have uh, Mari Sterling as Perry Francisco, Paris France. And, and of course, as I and of course, as I already mentioned, we Kevin Conroy returns as Batman, Mark Hamill as the Joker, slash the Red Hood, and Tara Strong as Barbara Gordon Batgirl. You know, I personally like this movie. I don't know why people gave this movie shit, but again, that's just me. So, um, to each its own. And now we get down to the nitty gritty. Coming in at number 10, Batman Year One. This is based off the um, the graphic novel by Tim uh, sorry by Frank Miller this pretty much talks about Batman's uh, first year becoming um, you know becoming the Dark Knight and of course talks about uh, Jim Gordon's first year in Gotham City starts out as a detective in a corrupt police department and his wife Barbara is pregnant. He has an affair. And the only difference between the movie and the graphic novel is that uh, they eliminate the smoking. You know, um, for this movie, we don't see Jim Gordon um, smoking cigarettes. And whereas in the movie, I mean, whereas in the comic, uh, he's actually smoking. Uh, I guess it's because it was rated... Um, 
yeah, it was like rated PG thirteen. Yeah, your yeah, it was rated PG thirteen that they um they they didn't want to encourage um kids to be smoking. So, oh well. <laughs> uh, we have Brian Craston. Yep, from Breaking Bad, and of course. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Malcolm's dad, as James Gordon. We have Marina Bacassi's husband, Ben McKenzie. Yep. Uh, who would ironically play Commissioner Gordon on Gotham as the voice of Batman. And he actually does a pretty good job in this movie. He does a pretty good job as the voice of Batman. Elijah Dushku as Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Uh, Commissioner Loeb, played by John Raymond Politio, who has uh, had over 220 credits in movies and television. We have uh, Katie Scarroff as Detective Sarah Essen. Uh, she's best known for Battlestar Galactica, the 2004 uh, TV series, and also uh, Netflix's Another Life. Um, uncredited in the role of... Um, oh, wait, sorry. Of Vicky Vale, but credited in the role of uh, Barbara Eileen Keene. Yep, uh, Barbara... Gordon, uh, the other Barbara Gordon, the wife of Jim Gordon, is Gray uh, Delise, a.k.a. Gray Griffin. Uh, Robin Atkin Downs returns as Harvey Dent. Wow, he's appeared in a lot of Batman films here. Uh, the voice of Carmen Falcone, played by Alex Rocco. And... Ooh, Holly Robinson. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I thought it was the actress Holly Robinson. But, uh, yeah, Lillian Barry Davis Mummy plays Holly Robinson. And if you ever read the graphic novel, you pretty much know what it is. You know, I've already explained it. So, but it is a great movie, and it's wonderful. It really does uh, go into the origins of Batman, and it's tremendous. You'll love both. The graphic novel and the animated movie at one point they did want to make a live action film with frank miller as the writer and um and darren avrosky as well but then uh warner brothers turned it down and then of course came batman begins and the rest is history though i would have though i would love at some point to if they do a batman year one um live action film i mean i would just love to see that you know come to fruition at some point and coming in at number nine is batman mystery of the batwoman and this one took place in 2003 this is this one uh, took place between the events of Sub-Zero and 
And of course, there is a flashback sequence. There is a set flashback sequence as depicted in Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. So this took place around the time of the animated series and um, uh, Batman um, Beyond. Here, and of course, I I saw the. I saw the, the DVD, I saw this in stores and stuff, I never really watched it until, um, until like last year. And, of course, it reunites the, most of the cast members from the animated series, you know, you have Kevin Conroy as Batman, we have, um, Robert Costanza as Harvey Bullock, uh, Bob Hastings, and this is actually his last um, role, his last appearance as uh, Jim, as James Gordon here, and also Ephraim Zimbalas Jr. as Alfred. Um, he would, well, he would reprise his role as Alfred in a three-part episode called Star Cross on Justice League before he passed away. Uh, John Vernon, of course, uh, reprised his role as Rupert Thorne. Tara Strong as Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Batgirl. And Eli David Mathriel as Tim Drake, Robin. And in this one, uh, there is a mysterious Batwoman who has, um, who has come to Gotham and Batman tries to figure out who she is at the same time, trying to stop uh, the Penguin and, of course, Bane. Um, and interestingly enough, the voice of of, Cat, of Batwoman is Kira Sedgwick, but uh, there are but the but there are other women who also don the Batman I'm uh, sorry the Batwoman suit. There's, um, there's Kathleen Kathy Duskin. Yep. Kathy, uh, Kate. There's, uh, Rock, Dr. Roxanne Rocky Ballantine, which is played by Kelly Ripa. Uh, Kimberly Brooks plays, uh, Kathleen Kathy Duskin. And Detective Sonia... Elkana, Elkana, I think it is, who's played by Elisa Pencil Gabriella, who you may know as uh, Pepper Potts in the animated film The Incredible Iron Man, and also played the role of Miss Lenny in the Brady Bunch movie. So there you go, there. Of course, the Penguin, played by David Ogan Steers, who uh, replaced the other guy who played Penguin in the animated series. Kevin Michael Richardson plays Carlton Dukeson. And Hector Elizondo plays the role of Bane. Yep, he uh, played Bane in the uh, third season of the uh, Batman animated series. And this is actually a pretty good good movie. If you're a fan of um, the animated series, especially uh, the third season, then you'll definitely love this movie. And also at the end, there's also 
a um a Batman animated um short called um Chase Me. It's where uh Batman chases um chases Catwoman throughout uh, Gotham City and it's played to like jazz music and it's actually pretty good. It's a it's actually pretty good. Good. Of course, you gotta fast forward through the credits in order to um, to watch it, and you can find it on Blu-ray and DVD as well. Good movie and worth watching if you're a fan of the of the series. Coming in at number eight is Batman Gotham by Gaslight. This is also uh, based off a um, graphic novel, of course, uh, there's a there's a huge difference in um, in this one. Um, in the uh, goth, yeah, in the um, yeah, in the graphic novel, um, well. They both take place in 
of course, uh, Leslie Tompkins in, in this one is a nun instead of a doctor. And this is actually pretty good. You know, um, I never read the graphic novel, but I have seen the um, the movie. It is tremendous. It's wonderful. Um, you know, I love seeing, you know, a Batman in the... Um, you know, the, um, Victorian era, you know, like, um, you know, seeing him, you know, like, you know, without all the high-tech gadgetry and stuff like that, I mean, using more of his detective skills and also, um, I mean, we still see some good fighting and stuff like that, you know, so it's like, he is an advanced fighter, but, um, but, you know, it's just not as stylized. It's still a little bit of brawling and stuff like that. But otherwise, it's still pretty good. And I really think that you guys will love this Will love this film. Especially if you're someone who's also a fan of the aura of Jack the Ripper. You'll definitely love this one. Alright. Coming in at... Number seven is Batman Gotham Knight. Yep, Gotham Knight. Uh, this one I actually got on, I used to have on um, DVD. I used to have on DVD. Yep, I used to have this one on um, on DVD as a kid. I had the, uh, the Ultra Edition and then I sold it for money, which I regret. But now I can see it all the time on H on HBO Max. And what it is, it's a bunch of um, you know, segments um, made by Japanese animation studios, Studio for C, Madhouse, B Train, and Production IG. And it's set in between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. We have Kevin Conroy returning as the voice of Batman, which is awesome. And we also have uh, villains too. We have, um, for villains, we have Sal Maroney. We have the, um, let's see, we have the Russian uh I forget, yeah, the Russian, I forget who he's played by, um, but, but, uh, Sal Maroney, he's played by Rob Paulson, we have, uh, the Scarecrow, played by Corey Burton, uh, who currently, uh, voices, uh, Captain Hook, um, you know, for the Walt Disney Company, he also voiced Shockwave on Transformers. And also uh, the voice of Dead. Yeah, for the voice of Deadshot, we have Jim Meskimen, who's done many voice acting. In this for other films 
and I love it because there's like different uh, animations, you know, different, um, you know, writers, you know, I mean, because like I'm a big fan of uh, Japanese anime and this is also like, um, this is also one of, one of the movies I'm actually gonna have for, um, for, for the uh, Asian New Year, my Asian New Year um, in February here, and it's, you know, it's pretty good, I mean, not pretty good, very good, if you're a fan of uh, Japanese anime, you're definitely gonna love the segments, there's one called Have I Got a Story for You, where a bunch of uh, kids talk about their depiction of Batman, uh, one of them actually depicts Batman as a, as a robot, <laughs> robo-Batman, uh, there's, uh, Crossfire, and also Anna Ortiz from Ugly Betty, uh, she plays, um, Anna Ramirez in this, in this one, and there's a field test where, like, Bruce, um, tests out a, um, you know, a force field, you know, to protect him from bullets, and turns out he doesn't really need it. And Kevin Michael Richardson, he actually plays the voice of uh, Lucius Fox. Uh, in Darkness Dwells, uh, he goes after Killer Croc. In that one, in the sewers, uh, working through the pain, that one explores more of um, Bat. Well, Batman gets shot, and then um, it goes also more into his uh, training in India, you know, learning how to deal with uh, physical pain. And then in Deadshot, he goes after Deadshot, who's trying to go after Jim Gordon, and, you know, talking about, you know, his obsession with guns and what have you. So, um... So yeah, good. So yeah, great film, worth watching if uh, you're a fan of and of Japanese anime. And speaking of Japanese anime, coming in at number six, Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja, one of my Another one of my all-time favorites. I have seen this movie over a dozen so times. It was uh, created by Takashi Ozaka, who was the creator of Afro Samurai. Uh, well, he was the character designer for this film, actually. And in this one, Batman is transported to feudal Japan, and he's going after the Joker. And, of course... Um, you know, Catwoman is uh, is joining him as well, as well as uh, Red, as well as Red Hood, Jason Todd, Red Robin, Tim Drake, and Nightwing, Dick Grayson, and and also there are some other villains. We have Poison Ivy, we have Two Face, the Penguin. Bane, and we have Gorilla Grodd as well, 
in the uh, English dub, we have Roger Craig Smith, who voices Batman. And, of course, um, he is the... Of course, he's best known for the Resident Evil uh, series, uh, 2009 2017, and also the Assassin's Creed series as well. Uh, he's pretty good. Uh, the Joker, played by Tony Hale from Arrested Development. We have uh, Greg Griffin in this one as the voice of Catwoman. Tara Strong as Selena Kyle. Does a tremendous job. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth, played by Adam Cros Crosdell, who is in Supernatural, The Chase, Holby City, just to name a few. Uh, Gorilla Grodd, played by Fred Tescriol. I hope I pronounced that right. He's done voice work as well. Adam... Uh, Cell as Nightwing, uh, Yuri Lothwell as, uh, Damien, as Damian Wayne, aka Robin, uh, he was also on Afro Samurai, as a bunch of, uh, others, also on Naruto as well, oh, okay, and also get this, as Tim Drake, Red Robin, from Boys Meets World and also Batman Beyond, Will Friedel. Yep, Will Friedel, Tim Drake. <laughs> wow. You can believe that. Oh, Fred uh, Tescrios also plays uh, Deathstroke in this one as well. Oh, and Tara Strong also plays Poison Ivy. Impressive. But uh, yeah, this is a pretty good film and i love ninjas anybody who knows me knows that i love ninjas and we see batman channeling his inner ninja you know because batman has done ninja training if you go back and look at his origins and also you know we do see a little bit of the transformers thing you know seeing uh you know like the um, the pagodas turning into um, into machines although it's supposed to be like you know, the 1800s, and this is before technology and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, they also talked about it on Superhero Stuff You Should Know on the episode of Is Batman a Ninja? And they talked about how, like, well, it kind of doesn't make sense, but to me, it's like, well, it is what it is. Also, I've seen this with my brother. My brother has watched it as well. I remember um, taking the DVD, actually. I actually have the DVD. And my brother and I, we watched it, and I took it over his house, and also my brother, uh, his name is Wayne. Shout out to my brother Wayne, if you're listening to this. Love you, bro. And he actually did not like uh, the part where, with the machines and stuff, and I said, like, well, it's supposed to remind you of, like, uh, you know, um, well, I didn't say Transformers, I said, um, uh, what was the name of, oh, damn, Draw a blank on it. Um, uh, oh, Voltron. Yeah, I said, like, well, Voltron. He's like, well, I don't like the whole Voltron thing. I was like, well, eh, it is what it is, you know. But uh, otherwise, it's very good. 
you know, the animation is incredible. Love the animation. It's very anime. And that's another one of those uh, films that's also going to be featured on my, um, you know, my Asian uh, New Year um, month in February. So make sure you all tune in for that one as well. Now we're into our top five here. Coming in at number five, Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 1. Yep, this is part one of the uh, Dark Knight Returns movies. And, of course, this is a Who's Who cast here. We have Patrick Brewster, who... Who many of you may know from Criminal Minds as Lana Lang. We have Peter Weller from Robocop 1 and 2 as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Ariel Winter from Modern Family as Carrie Kelly, aka Robin. We have David Shelby from Dark Shadows, the soap opera, and also uh, Falcon as James Gordon. We have Wade Wils Wade Williams once again uh, coming back into the DC Universe this time playing the role of Harvey Dent. We have Michael Emerson who you might remember as the serial killer William Hanks and also from Person of Interest and on TV series Lost as the Joker. Actually, that's a pretty good job as the Joker. And we have Maria Canal Canales Barrea as Commissioner Ellen Yindel, the anti-Batman uh, woman. We have... Richard Doyle as the mayor of Gotham City, the mayor who eventually gets killed. I'm still pulling opinions. Still pulling opinions. <laughs> and also, we have uh, Bruce Tim, who is a, you know, who has been mostly a producer and animator. For most of the Batman animated films and movies, he's also been a voice actor. He also voices um, Bruce Wayne's father. Yeah, Bruce's father. And we have Michael Jackson. No, not that Michael Jackson. Uh, British radio host Michael Jackson as Alfred. So, in part one, it has been 10 years since the last outing of the Batman, Bruce Wayne struggles with his retirement. He flicks through the news, sees that the city of Gotham is running rampant with the uh, crime wave, mostly committed by the mutant gang. And then, of course, he is still haunted, and then the bat flies into his house, just like 
in the original comics back in 1939, and thus he becomes the Batman again, has his first fight with the mutant gang leader, and he, and of course, is saved by Carrie Kelly, who goes on to become Robin. Yep, she's the new Robin. Recovers, beats up the mutant gang leader, and thus... Gotham now has hope restored, and it's very good. If you've read the com if you've read the graphic novel, it's awesome. It lives up to the hype. Love the animation, and uh, you know, I mean, Frank, I mean, sorry, Peter Weller. I mean, Peter Weller does a great job as Batman. I love his voice as Batman, and it just brings back. Warm memories of my childhood as well because, uh, you know, I love RoboCop. You know, I love, well, I love all three of the RoboCop movies, but especially the, the first one. And for me, Peter Weller will always be RoboCop, but he'll also always be known as Batman to me. And Ariel Winter, you know, I mean, I'm a huge Martin, Martin Family fan, and hearing her as the voice of Carrie Kelly is just incredible, and she does a great job in this one. And now, we go to number four, which is The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. And yep, and The Dark Knight Part 2, uh, Joker, of course, is back. He convinces, he tries to convince the public that he's a changed man. He, he of course, uh, kills the doctor, uh, who supposedly cures him and of course he kills everyone else with the toxic gas and and of course uh, the difference between the graphic novel and the um the movie and of course i'll talk about that when i do my review of um you know dark knight returns you know i do my comparisons is that um Instead of it being David Letterman, we have it being Conan O'Brien. Of course, Conan O'Brien plays the um, the talk show host. And, of course, Conan O'Brien does a pretty good job in this one as well. And then, of course, Batman and Joker have the final duel where the Joker dies. And then we get the epic battle between Batman and Superman in this one. And, of course, uh, Batman fakes his death and is and of course uh the sons of batman and the remaining members of the mutant gang they team up with um with him and of course uh green arrow and they remain underground and try and continue to fight crime and batman and superman have an unspoken bond to uh leave each other alone and stay out of each other's way and Superman is voiced by Mark Valley, and of course, uh, Mac, uh, sorry, Mark Valley. He's known for his roles in Boston Legal, Harry's Law, and on Fringe, and he almost does as good of a job as um, Tim Daly, but uh, for me, Tim Daly. Still always has and always will be Superman. 
But nonetheless, it's good, and you should actually get the uh, deluxe edition if you have it on DVD. I have the deluxe edition on DVD, and it's incredible. And both Dark Knight films are incredible. Uh, coming in now at number three, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. And the first time I saw this movie was on VHS. I had it on VHS as a kid because I loved Batman Beyond and then uh, years later I saw it I saw it again on HBO Max of course I saw the uncut version because on the uncut version we saw blood yeah you know I mean the version I saw on VHS there was no blood it just had a white flash um, you know replacing the blood and then on the and on the VHS version, which is the censored version, uh, the Joker was electrocuted, whereas on the uncut version, the Joker was actually shot with his, um, you know, with his toy gun, you know, the flat gun, it goes right through his heart by Tim Drake, after Tim Drake was under the uh, spell of the Joker. And in this one, uh, the Joker comes back, he's, um, he is Turns out, years after all these years, he's remained alive under a chip planted into the neck of Tim Drake. And the voice of the adult Tim Drake is Dean Stockwell. And we have uh, Will Freudel as Terry McGinnis. Batman. Kevin Conroy returns as the original Batman. Bruce Wayne. Mark Hamill returns as the Joker. Angie Harmon as Barbara Gordon. Tara Strong as Batgirl. And we have the original Harley Quinn, Arlene Sorkin, uh, who played... Harley Quinn on the animated series, she returns for this one, and also she had an uncredited role as uh, Miss Bambi in Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and I'll, uh, of course, talk about that in my uh, review for Batman Mask of the Phantasm uh, later on this year. And we also have Melissa Joan Hart as um, Dila and... And Dee Dee, well they, well they're they're twins and they they both call each other Dee Dee. The one is Dila, the one is Deidre. And we also have Terry Gar as Terry McGinnis's mom, and we have Rachel Lee Cook as Chelsea, as well. And Frank Welker, who's done uh, animated voices as well and has acted in many movies and television series plays uh wolf the hyena man and also as ace the bat hound of course ace the bat hound was original uh bat family member in in the batman comics and he was revitalized for the tv series and we have actor and rock and roller henry rollins as bonk 
a member of the Joker gang here. And this one is very good. I love the animation. And I love the um, the flashback sequence as well to the um, to the to the anim to the original animated series. Yeah, well, the third season of the animated series, I should say. And it was, yeah, it was pretty good. And I actually remember seeing a teaser for this um, on the uh, Pokemon, yeah, the Pokemon uh, first movie on VHS. And I couldn't wait for it to come out. And, um, and of course, it was edited out. Um, um, following the, um, yeah, the uh, violence and stuff because of the, uh, Columbine, uh, high school massacre, which of course, if you think, of course you look back at it in hindsight, it's like sort of like bullshit, you know, December 12, 2000, and you're just like, the jeez. Yeah, they delayed it until, uh, December 2000, yeah. But nonetheless, it was still it's still a very good movie. I love the storyline, and you know I love how it's like uh, Bruce, you know, I mean because Bruce Wayne in Batman Beyond, you know, the TV series, there are times when he tries to shut Terry out from his past, and you know, and mostly it's to try to like protect him and stuff, and you see it here in the movie, and of course later on, you know. You know, uh, Barbara gives him gives him the answers. So it it is a pretty good film, and we also see a um, a throwback to a to a Bugs Bunny cartoon, you know, in the movie as well. So make sure you look out for that one. And nonetheless, it's pretty good. Definitely watch it. And coming in at number two, Batman, Mister Freeze. Sub-Zero. Hey, Gillian! Here's Sub-Zero. Now, Plane Zero. T that was, um, of course, from the Running Man, for those of you who are not familiar with 80s movies, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this was... Of course, the um, standalone sequel to Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And I saw this on VHS. The first time I actually rented it, I rented this from uh, Video Max, uh, which was the uh, competitor of Blockbuster. And... In this one, Mr. Freeze kidnaps Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, for a organ transplant to save his wife, um, Nora Freeze, with the help of his of his partner and friend uh, Gregory Belson, which is played by George uh, Zunza. Uh, we have, of course, uh, Mary Devon as Summer Gleason, 
Um, of course, she played Summer Gleason on the uh, TV series. We have Frank Welker as Hotchka and Shaka, the though uncredited. You know, he plays as the Bears. And pretty much everyone from the TV series is in here. Although we do have uh, Mary Lou Henner as Veronica Breland. And, of course, Mary Kay Bergman from, as Barbara Gordon. And, and of course, as um, as uh, Mr. Freeze's um, companion is uh, the little boy, um, uh, was it uh, Miracle? Uh, sorry, Con. Uh, sorry, Konak. Um, oh, they don't have him here. But uh, they don't know. I don't know who plays him. But uh, but yeah, you know. Um, uh, well, anyways, the movie is the movie is actually pretty good and. You know, it's more of a 3D animation. It's a little better than, um, you know, than than Phantasm in terms of animation. I mean, granted, you know, I mean, this is like 1998, so like uh, 3D animation wasn't really was still relatively new at that time in the 90s. So, um, so yeah. Um, And of course, I eventually got it on VHS. I think my mom bought it for me. My mom bought it for me as a as a kid. So, um, yeah, thank you, mom. And now, finally, number one on our list. Drum roll, please. Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Nothing more about this movie that I need to say because it's already been said. It is described as the greatest Batman movie ever, in turn, both as animated and just live action. I mean, it, some even say it's better than the live action films, too. I mean, in terms of storyline wise, it is because you know it delves more into uh, Batman's past. You know with uh, Andrea Beaumont, be, you know, seeing the life he could have had before he became um, Batman. And, of course, uh, that all goes to shit when Andrea's um, father gets involved with these gangsters and then they try to hide all over Europe and then they eventually get caught and the father gets killed by the gangsters, most notably the Joker... Before he became the Joker, that's when he was Jack Napier. And I'll go more into that when I do my review of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And of course she becomes uh, the Phantasm herself. And it's just a great movie. It's tremendous. I've watched it over dozens of times. I, it's one of those movies I never get tired of. And I, 
And I actually got this on my birthday. I got this movie on my birthday, and I, I didn't see it in the theaters. It came out on Christmas Day, 1993. And at the last minute, they actually um, decided to put it in theaters. And I remember seeing commercials and trailers for it, too. I actually saw the trailer for this when I, um, when I got the Free Willy uh, VHS on... Um, yeah, Free Willy VHS. And interestingly enough, uh, Sub-Zero was actually going to be uh, released in theaters, but around that time, um, uh, Batman, um, yeah, Batman and Robin was coming out. Um, yeah, Batman and Robin with George Clooney. <laughs> and they didn't want it to interfere with that, so they decided to release it on VHS and we have here oh going back to the cast we have Kevin Conroy as as Batman yeah pretty much everyone from the television series is on here except uh Hart Barchner as Arthur Reese you might remember him most famously from the first Die Hard movie he's plays like the sleazy guy who sells everybody out to the to the kidnappers um we have walter stacy ketch who who plays uh carl beaumont who you might also remember from uh the mike hammer uh oh yeah he played mike hammer and uh and also, you might remember from American History X. Well, excuse me, but fuck you, Derek. Abe Vigoda as Sal the Weezer Velestria. He was also in The Godfather, as well as many other films. We have also as Andrea Beaumont, Dana Delaney. Yep, and she would go on to voice Lois Lane on Superman, the animated series. And she became more famous for that, if you can believe it. And this was just, I mean, this was just, um, I mean, this was just a great, great movie. I mean, and this... I mean, this by far is like the greatest Batman movie ever. I mean, I dare anybody to watch this movie and not be impressed. Even if you're not a fan of superhero films or you don't like cartoon movies, period. You just have to watch this film. It's just incredible. It really is incredible. And that's why it's number one on my list of animated films. And that's it. That'll do it. Uh, next week, I will be doing another fantasy casting. Yep, this time on the Penguin. That's right, we're going to look at uh, who could have played the Penguin in Batman Returns. And then, starting in February, I'll be doing some watch-alongs of famous Asian movies for the Asian New Year in February. And hope you all enjoyed this episode. You can find it here on Google Podcast, Amazon, 
um, Spotify, Hubhopper, and everywhere else. Hope you all enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. And I'll see you all next time. Same bad podcast. Same bad time. Or I should say same bad time, same bad podcast. (laughs) Screwed up on that one. Take care, you guys. Bye.